What's up, guys? This is Sapient Christian Apologetic Resource or SCAR Ministries. My name is Corey Westbrook, and with me is Andrew Cabrera. We are attempting to start this podcast, and the goal is to really put out there the discipline of Christian apologetics, which is the defense of the faith. Um, using reason, science, logic, philosophy, cosmology, I mean, you name it. Uh, Andrew, why don't you say something? Hello. Now, um, yeah, so he basically covered it. Uh, The goal of this podcast is to just kind of bring it to the forefront. It's just something uh, that needs to be talked about more in the church. Um, Since this revival in the 60s and 50s, uh, the church has become pretty anti-intellectual, and because of that, we're losing a lot of young people uh, to atheism uh, in in college campuses. Um, you know, pretty much as soon as they leave home. So it's something that the church definitely needs to get back into. Um, it's something that, in today's day and age, every Christian should be able to do. First um, Peter three fifteen says, to "Sanctify Christ as Lord, and always be ready to give a defense for the hope that is within you." So, I mean, it's it's something that's essential, and uh, being essential, it's something that we can never have too much of. Um, and we, we're kind of, uh, Corey and I come at it from different angles. Um, Corey comes at it uh, as an apologist, you know, who's been um, kind of in the field for a while, uh, which, I mean, we could talk about our, our backgrounds later. I come at it more from a philosophy standpoint. And so... Um, you know, sometimes we'll disagree, sometimes we'll agree, um, but, you know, we're friends and uh, there's no hard feelings. It's just, it's, you know, things that need to be discussed and uh, not everyone's, uh, you know, discussing it as they should. So You can't hear me help. nodding my head in the background, but I've been nodding my head with everything he's been saying. Yeah, it uh, doesn't work on a podcast. <laughs> it doesn't work on a podcast. <laughs> I'm nodding my head like, oh yeah, these people get it. No, they can't see me nodding my head. They have no idea. Uh, this is going to be kind of rough around the edges. Um, we're we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. I mean, we know we know the um, the material. Uh, we're not, you know, we, we don't have PhDs or anything like that. But we know the material. We study a lot. I spend most of my time studying it. I've read so many books. And studied so much um, that it's it's just pouring out of my eyes. But uh, so we're we're kind of thinking that this podcast it's not going to be just like a lecture thing because that would be very boring, and I probably want to pull my own eyes out. But I don't know why I'm saying eyes. It's the podcast. I'd pull my eardrums out. <laughs> this is this is new. Uh, but uh, we're probably going to try to do like. Um, I mean, we're open to anything, you know, it could be maybe one or maybe a couple of them will be more lecture, lecture like, um, uh, we would probably think we're thinking about, uh, maybe getting popular atheist videos on YouTube or website, you know, uh, essays or something and dissecting them, playing them for the, for the, uh, playing them for the podcast or reading them and, and then just, just, just unpacking them and, and really showing where they're failing where they're lacking and why that's wrong and yeah. um we might read some things some excerpt ep- excerpts from books um we might we might actually just get into uh 
discussion with each other, you know. Yeah. We don't exactly agree on everything, but, yeah. you know, the essentials. We've talked about possibly hosting debates, um, you know, a few other things. Um, and like you mentioned with YouTube videos, I, I see a lot of YouTube videos um, debunking the arguments for Christianity or, or for God in general. And uh, honestly, they're so bad that, you know, somebody needs to debunk the debunking videos. And so, uh, yeah, we might get into that. Um, I mean, the, there's really, we're leaving it open. It's kind of a laid back podcast. Uh, it's, it's for your average person who's interested in apologetics. Um, you know, there are still other great apologetic resources. Um, we're not trying to take away from them. Honestly, this is something that everyone needs to get into. Uh, everyone who's a Christian and then it's something that, uh, you can never have too much of. So yeah, I mean, go, go check out the reasonable faith podcast, go check out the cross examine podcast. Um, I mean, there, there's a ton of them. Uh, we can name names of yeah. uh, apologists and philosophers all day long. We'll probably get into that later. Yeah, William Lane Craig, Ravi Zacharias, David Wood. I mean, these these guys are the pros, the best of the best. William Lane Craig has been undefeated since the '60s. Yeah. Uh, he's in, in every debate that he's yeah. ever been in. I mean, the, I mean, if you talk to talk to an atheist, they you know, oh, every every time an atheist debates, they win, which is r- ridiculous. I mean, at least be honest enough to know when your dude loses. Um, I, I've seen plenty of debates where the Christian loses and the atheist wins. Um, it, it's you got to be intellectually honest, um, and, and so yeah, anything, anything with Kirk anything, Cameron, he lost. Yeah, any, <laughs> or Ray Comfort, <laughs> Banana Man loses every time. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you know, we're we're here just to kind of talk about it. You know, help you out. Uh, we'll bring on some maybe some of our friends who are uh, not familiar with apologetics, kind of see wh- where they're questions lie um answer any questions that you might have uh you can email us at scar underscore ministries at outlook.com um and we'd love to uh get your questions and answer them on the podcast um so we're kind of we're late we're doing more of a laid-back approach we'll just kind of take it as it goes and uh go wherever god leads us on this yeah, uh, Scar Sapient, just so we know, Sapient yeah. stands for wisdom. It's another word for wisdom, um, which is uh, what what we've really been talking about has just been just been lacking. And you know, there's so it's it's a it's a uh, statistic that what is it like eighty percent or something like that of of the young people that leave the I think church it's around seventy five percent, something like that, some yeah. crazy number, seven or eight out of ten. Got people that leave the church and go to, you know, once they leave the church and they go to college, they they wind up leaving the church. They wind up leaving the faith, which leaving the church, whatever, but leaving the faith, they wind up, you know, because their professor says, oh, well, uh, you know, you can't believe in God because evolution is true. Okay, first of all, you know, that doesn't matter if evolution is true or not. I don't think it is, and there's good evidence. There's no really good evidence for it. But uh, even if it was, why would that matter? You know, or... Uh, they put too much emphasis on certain things. Basically, people are told by the church what what to believe, but they're not told why they should believe it. And um, I, I don't think you should believe anything because somebody told you to believe it, including Christianity. Uh, you should not believe it just because of what anyone says. Well, your pastor, your you know, even us, you shouldn't believe it just because of what we say. You should do your own research. You should uh, look at 
uh, every argument if, if it matters to you I mean, and it should matter you know it should matter if if I mean if it's true that you know God exists and Jesus came down and died for us and everything like that I mean that's that's directly correlated to your eternity and that does matter uh, if you don't care like I have met people that say they do not care and um, I've actually had people say that even if Jesus Christ appeared before them and showed them his power they would still say no thank you so I mean if you're like that then go ahead and turn this podcast off I guess because it's really not going to do much of anything for you except for maybe annoy you but Andrew's got this big old book you got something <laughs> uh, no I mean just just talking about this and kind of where where the church is kind of um, falling short in areas of uh, Christian, you know, intellectualism. Um, there's a quote from Charles Malick, uh, which is quoted in uh, William Lane Craig and uh, J.P. Moreland's Philosophical Foundations for a Christian Worldview. Um, and they, they quote Malick as saying, I must be frank with you, the greatest danger confronting American evangelical Christianity is the danger of anti-intellectualism. The mind in its greatest and deepest reaches is not cared for enough, but intellectual nurture cannot take thought and spirit. Uh, people who are in a hurry to get out of the university and start earning money or serving the church or preaching the gospel have no idea of the infinite value of spending years of leisure conversing with the greatest minds and souls of the past. And so it's, it's just something that, I mean, we, we don't have to start from scratch here. I mean, yeah, we have scripture, but we also have, you know, thousands of years of the greatest minds of Christian history who have already thought over a lot of the issues that we're struggling with today. And so we don't have to agree with them. Uh, but a lot of times you'll be able to find something that you may not have thought of on your own um, that will really resonate with you as as true. And so it's, it's something that we really have to, uh, we don't have to face this alone. Um, you know, if there's no one in your church who, you know, really uh, respects intellectualism. Um, if you're in a church that identifies with blind faith, which is not what we're called to do scripturally. Get out. Get out. <laughs> yes. Get find, out. Find a new church. No, um, you know, it, you're not alone. Even if you can't find someone physically, like I said, there's, you know, thousands of years of minds who have come before you, uh, who you can find in any library or um, now we have the internet. What's a library anymore? Yeah. Um, a place so, where books smell weird. And yeah. They were placed there by some dude named Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I mean, the, you, you can always, you know, go to the books and, and uh, you know, look for uh, different different views on topics you're struggling with or um, the way that other uh, Christian heavyweights have, have tackled the tough issues. Um, so, you, you know, you're not alone. And uh, in addition to that, we're here. And that's why we're here. Um, so you don't have to go to a smelly library. You can just check out our podcast and we will do it for you. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny that Andrew mentioned blind faith. I mean, that that's kind of like the, that's that's like the uh, catchphrase, you know. Uh, like, so a lot of people actually think that blind faith is admirable and that blind faith is even necessary. When, I mean, even in First Peter 3.15, Jesus preached against blind faith. Um, and a lot of atheists will use that. They'll say that faith is the opposite of knowledge and logic and that, you know, one of the definitions of faith, which is true, is, is belief without evidence. But, you know, they don't cite the other 
definitions for faith and the actual word that we get faith from fide from the Latin and the Greek it's it's it actually means trust so faith means to trust uh, you can't put your trust in something that you can't you know you, you put your trust in something where there's evidence to trust it you know like I don't I have I have reason to believe that my wife will never cheat on me you know I have reason to, uh, to put faith in that there's no if I had no if I had just met her yesterday I wouldn't put all my faith in her that she wouldn't be, that she would, uh, you know, be faithful for the rest of my life, um, things like that. Um, you know, there's, there's so, there's so much. I feel like atheists are, are, uh, are masters of word manipulation, and they make they, they have red herrings and just. Just to clarify, we're talking about you know the vocal new atheists. Yeah, new. Obviously, atheists. we're not generalizing all atheists. Um, I used to be one, and I was never like that. Um, I was more uh, agnostic-leaning atheist, which, you know, the new atheist will deny that uh, vocabulary. Uh, they'll say, you know, you, you're, you can be an agnostic atheist or a gnostic atheist. And, you know, they'll, they'll use different, you know, wordplay that they found in, in different books, um, completely disregarding the historical context of the word. As if it's irrelevant at this point in time, but um, yeah, definitions don't matter. <laughs> definitions don't matter. We get to make them up as we go. Yeah, I didn't um, mean that all atheists were like idiots yeah, or anything no, like that. No. I mean, there's there's certainly some atheists that are you know very brilliant. I'm just talking about like the these militant, you know, the kind you hear from on the internet. The, the, it's ironic, but these evangelical atheists. <laughs> You know, I mean, I think that's actually a that's term. That's probably a perfect term. <laughs> if it's not a term, I just I yeah. coin it right now. These yeah. evangelical atheists. I mean, if you're truly an atheist, like a true, tried and true atheist, then you shouldn't really. Why? Just let everybody do their own. I mean, uh, well, I'm, I'm I'm mentioning things that we can just yeah, go yeah, real, yeah, real yeah. deep into. But you know, things like if you look on YouTube and you type in "best arguments for atheism" or "best pr proof that God doesn't exist," I mean, one of the things that'll come up is somebody called like the Voice of Atheism or the Friendly Atheist or something, and he gives like 22 reasons why God doesn't exist, and 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 21 of them are stupid. You know, I mean, they're all stupid, but one of them <laughs> is at least like actually, I don't think any of those ones are worth anything, and like half of them are the same freaking thing, just repackaged. So, mm -hmm. but but then things like that, like I know people personally that struggle with the question i won't mention names but andrew will probably chuckle because he knows exactly who this person is in my life people that actually struggle with things like if god created everything who created god yeah. or if god is so powerful can he make a rock so big he couldn't lift it like there are people that literally struggle with these things and that's and and that's kind of you know that's a little scary it's scary that we've gotten to that point in Christianity. Yeah, uh, there was a point when, where Christians were the intellectuals on the planet. Um, you know, all of the founders of all branches of science, uh, more or less, were were Christians or, or, or you know, uh, theists at the very least. Um, mathematics, uh, the giant revolutions in mathematics were made by uh, Islamic um, Islamic thinkers, and then you know. The big advances in in science, you know, Isaac Newton. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, Heisenberg. Um, I mean, all, all the forefathers of the major branches of science uh, were, for the most part, Christians or, or theists. And so it's th this idea that you know Christians have to be these anti-intellectual, faith-based, you know, uh, uh, Christians. It, it's just not not accurate. It's not biblical. It's not historical. Um, it, it's kind of a modern view that's swept uh, Christianity, especially Christianity in America, 
and it's you know it's something that's been extremely harmful uh, to Christianity and to uh, evangelism. I mean, I could speak for uh, Corey and probably uh, most you know thoughtful uh, apologists or philosophers um, in, in that when when I deal with um, you know people and and trying to evangelize. I honestly spend more time undoing uh, the damage that the church has done than I do uh, ever, you know, debating the merits of, of theism or atheism. Uh, it, it's just the church has done so much damage with its aggressive anti-intellectualism that, you know, there's there's some repair that needs to be done. And that's not going to happen until we acknowledge it and face it and, and work to fix it. Yeah, and there's this misconception that... Uh... I mean, I, I, these atheists, these outspoken atheists, again, when I say these atheists, if I ever say that term, these atheists or whatever, I don't mean atheists. I, I mean these outspoken atheists. The specific type of atheists. These evangelical <laughs> atheists that go out there and and attack um, Christianity or Islam. I mean, they, they just attack people of faith, but especially Christianity. I mean, people like Sam Harris, Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, the rest of soul. Um, you know, Daniel Dennett, Richard Carrier, I mean, these people, I mean, I can go on and on. Um, Dan Parker, uh, Mitt Metna, <laughs> Bill Maher, I mean, there's some of these people out there, they're like, oh, they actually coined a term, they, they, they at least like to use it, they say that they are the brights. You know, they say that, you know, basically if you're an atheist, you're bright, you're smarter than anybody that believes in God. Um, I know uh, a friend of mine says that there's no logical arguments for God. There's no logical reasons to believe in God, and that actual belief in God is completely illogical. Um, well, that's like that's puzzling considering, like Andrew said, 9 out of 10 if that was probably an accurate description of, of the forefathers that, of science were Christians and actually science was born through Christianity right now currently of the 10 highest IQs in the world eight of them are theists six of them are Christian I think it was something like 68 percent or 60 something percent of all the Nobel Prize winners in the world in the history of the Nobel Prize have been Christians or at least theists I mean so to say that you know you're bright because you're an atheist and we're stupid because we're not it's, it's just it's just dishonest I mean sure there are atheists that are brighter than Christians but you know and matter of fact there are some of the some Christians that actually make you more angry than atheists do is because of this thing because of this uh, aversion to um, any kind of evidential faith uh, there's there's mm -hmm. There's, it, there, it's it's almost like a disease. It's almost like they have to they have to like pray it away, and it doesn't make any sense. I mean, I know personally, I um, I became a Christian when I was 16. I'm 29 now, and I became a Christian. I always believed in God, but I was more like agnostic for like what religion it was. I was raised Catholic, so of course I was not religious because I was raised Catholic, and. Uh, uh, you know, I hated it. Um, I always believed in God, but I didn't really know about Jesus or, you know, any, I certainly didn't think there was any kind of evidence for it. I remember thinking that the Bible was just this big book that the priest got to read. Um, but I became a Christian when I was 16. Like I said, uh, I went to church to find girls and I found Jesus instead. I became a Christian out of experience, uh, uh from just, but then until two or three years ago, um, I'd struggled with a lot of things. Um, 
even questions like, you know, can God make a rock so big he couldn't uh, lift it? And I actually remember thinking that if God created everything, who created God was actually a decent question. And, you know, I was very susceptible to, you know, any, any, any kind of intellectual uh, push. And I remember when I first discovered apologetics, it radically changed my life. Um, uh, just to know that there's actually evidence backing it up and you could be an intellectual, you could be smart, you can read other things besides the Bible and see, you know, Jesus was actually a person in history. You know, this, it radically changed my faith. It shook my faith a little bit because a lot of things that I was raised to believe, I found out just weren't true. And that's okay. You know, that's, that's encouraged. Like, find out what's true. It kind of goes back to don't believe just because you're told. You know, don't, don't believe that this exists just because you're told it exists. Don't believe that this is what it is just because it's been part of the Christian church's doctrine for 200 years. Who cares? You know, if it's not true, it's not true. You know, so it, it shook my faith for a little while. But I have never been more sure that God exists. Like, you can't convince me. That he doesn't exist. Um, I'm willing to hear evidence for it. Matter of fact, I, I like it. I, I spend downtime researching and, and actually looking up on YouTube best arguments for atheism, proof God doesn't exist. I've gone on Reddit. Oh, God, that was fun. I've, I've gone on Reddit or other uh, debate.com or other, other you know, places and, and actually said, show me, you know. I want to hear absolutely the best stuff that you have. Prove to me that God doesn't exist. Give me your best arguments. I want to hear them. And I, I hear them. Uh, often I laugh and I just find them wanting. And uh, I'm more sure that uh, God exists and that atheism is false than I am that Christianity is true. Um, although I'm very sure that Christianity is true, it, it, to, to not believe in God to me is is... Well, we can get into that. Yeah. The arguments for God in general are definitely stronger than the arguments for Christianity. That's not to say that the arguments for Christianity aren't strong. Um, it's, you know, just uh, when when the scripture says that um, God's invisible attributes are made known, things like that. I mean, there's nothing about invisible attributes that say this specific God. They just say, you know, a God exists. Um, and so there's definitely, I mean, this is a scriptural position. There's definitely a lot more evidence that there's a designer, that God exists than there is, you know, for the specific God of the Bible. And so, um, and there is evidence for the God of the Bible, but I'm, like I said, there's just a lot more, um, for God in general. And that prompts people to look into the question, you know, there's obviously a God like, you know, how, how can I, uh, know which one's true? Um, you know. And it prompts a lot of people to seek truth. Um, and I'm not talking about, you know, um, Ray Comfort style evidence for God. I'm not talking about, um, look at this banana. It's so perfectly formed. There must be a God. Ken um, Ham, Ken Hoven. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about actual, you know, good reasons to believe that there's a God. I'm talking about, um, you know, uh, reasons based in, in, logic reasons based uh in, in science itself i mean uh like like cory mentioned 
the majority of scientists are theists. Um, they kind of, you know, people get this rap that scientists are overwhelmingly atheists, which is just plain false. Um, most scientists are theists, but, uh, the reason that that kind of caricature gets out there is because, um, the percentage of atheists in the scientific community are higher than in the general population, but it's still, the majority is still, uh, theistic. And so it's, uh, it's squeaky wheel gets the grease. Yeah. That's, that's supposed to speak a lot. Of, or, yeah. That's, that's really what it is. That's, that's pretty much, uh, that's pretty much what it is. I mean, it's amazing. Like you could even see today um, with the with the homosexual movement. Like homosexuals are are a pretty small percentage of the population, but I mean, look at all the changes they've made. You know, I mean, uh, because they're outspoken. You know, I mean, they they're not afraid to 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 say what they believe, and they're not afraid to be who they are, and and um, and they want you know the rights that they want and everything like that. And that's not something we can work. Well, we we can get into that, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just saying that they're a pretty small portion of the population, but <clears throat> I mean, like I said, they've made so much change and that's, that's really what it is with, uh, you know, Christians and science and stuff like that too, is the loudest ones are the atheists, you know? So they're, they're, I mean, they're protesting, uh, you know, uh, intelligent design, is even a theory. I mean, you know, like for example, intelligent design, the theory that there is an intelligent designer. It's not that there's, you know, God or, or, uh, you know, a Christian God or, you know, the Muslim God or whatever. It's just that this, this universe and this, you know, biological life and everything shows signs of design, um, which we can definitely get into, but this is more of an introductory podcast, first podcast. So we're just saying hi, we're just saying hi, hi, What's up? Uh, I mean, and these atheists are going and, and, and protesting so that that's not even taught as a theory. You know, like, they, they should teach the validity or the truth or the falsehood or whatever of any theory, be evolution, I mean, it, regardless. Atheism seems to be louder, so atheism gets heard more, squeaky wheel gets degrees, as my dad would say. Um, he's got a million of them. Uh, so that's, that's, that's the misconception, you know, that's the misconception. And these are things that we're going to try to talk about and work through. Um, I don't know if anybody's going to hear this first podcast. I don't know how many people will hear this first podcast. I mean, to, to me, uh, well, to us, every person is important. Um, every person is an eternal being. Every person has a soul and every person is somebody that God loves, atheist or not. So even if this podcast has, you know, three viewers, if these three viewers are, you know, are, is it, would it be viewer or would it be listener? It'd be a listener. Three there's li nothing to view. There's nothing podcast, to view. Yeah. You, could, you could close your eyes and <laughs> yeah. have a picture vision. It. Picture yeah. it. Yeah. If you picture me, just keep in mind, I'm, I'm extremely handsome. Um, I'm not. No, I'm not at all. I'm lying. Lying's a sin. <laughs> <laughs> but even if, yeah, even if this podcast had three listeners, whatever... Those three listeners will be very important to us. So I don't know if anybody's going to hear this or not, but if there are any questions that are popped up right off the bat, if you're not bored out of your mind right now in this in this podcast and you actually have questions, even if they're brash, even if they're hey, you know, where do you get off? Uh, I don't. I don't uh, let us know. You know, let us let us know. Hey, can you talk about evolution in your next one? Can you talk about uh, the Big Bang? Can you talk about Islam? Islam. 
Mormon, I mean, whatever, whatever you want, and we'll we'll get into it. Um, anything else? Um, yeah, uh, like you said, I mean, we we don't know exactly how this is going to work. This podcast may even get deleted. Um, right now, we're trying a new podcasting service, and so we don't know if it's going to work or not. We're just trying it out. Um, so you know, if we try it out and it, you know, the playback sucks or something like that, then uh, we might end up taking it down and trying something else. But um, you know, if it all works and you end up hearing this, once again, welcome. And uh, you know, we'll we'll get into uh, the meteor stuff as we go on. Um, this is more, you know, we were gonna just record us saying test, test, test uh, to see if it worked. And um, I guess since I just said that, we did technically record the words <laughs> test, test, test. But uh, you know, we we're just gonna do that. But we figured since we're testing it anyway, might as well you know say hello and. Uh, introduce ourselves in the podcast and uh, kind of what direction we're planning on heading with it um, and, and just see where it goes from there. Um, I guess, you know, Corey introduced himself. I didn't really introduce myself. Um, my name is Andrew. Uh, I'm an alcoholic. No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> it just felt appropriate. I kind of felt like I was in an AA meeting introducing myself. I'm a sex addict. Um <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, if if you're a really dry Christian, don't have a sense of humor. This probably isn't the podcast for you. Or if um, you're if you're in your own little Christian bubble and you're afraid to yeah have anything different, you know this is this is it. This is what you were told. This is my you're like Bubble Boy yeah. in the movie, and your little bubble is your Christianity, and anything that pokes it'll this might not be for you. But I, I if that is you, I would encourage you to try to push through. Yeah, you know I, I maybe definitely you'll, would. maybe you'll you know make it through uh, to a more mature understanding of God and, and scripture. Uh, but I mean, we're, we're real. This is what it boils down to. Um, we're not really going to hold back. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll say it like we see it, whether or not it's, you know, um, accepted uh, by the majority of the church or not. Um, don't care. Don't care. We, I mean, we've, in, in most cases we've done, extensive research um i mean if we haven't we'll you know we'll tell you that if, if it's a topic we're not too familiar with we can give you names of people who are um yeah but, just don't be afraid to say you don't know yeah you know? Uh, and, and we may come off as a little brash sometimes talking about you know stupid ideas or things like that uh when we're talking about we're talking about people who should know better <laughs> you know, if if you're new to this and you're you're asking those same questions, like Corey said, he asked those questions at one point. You know, when you're new, when you're you know seeking the truth, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Um, these are stupid arguments, you know, by people who should know better, who are actually coming up with arguments. Um, you know, Richard Dawkins wrote an entire book, uh, you know, about you know God and uh, you know the God delusion and. Uh, for someone who's writing an entire book on the subject, you would think they would be, you know, more knowledgeable about the subject. Uh, but as many people have pointed out, um, both atheists and theists alike, it is a terrible book. Uh, you, it wouldn't even, uh, one, one professor said he wouldn't even give it a passing grade in his sophomore philosophy class. And so it's, it's definitely, you know, um, or, some the, or even like Stephen Hawking. Yeah, Stephen Hawking. What too. is it? What is it? The Grand Design? Is that the one that it yeah, is? Yeah. He says on page three, the philosophy's dead, and yeah. then uses an entire yeah. philosophical book. Yeah, George George Ellis, uh, the renowned cosmologist uh, from South Africa, 
actually mentioned that in an interview. He uh, said something to the effect of, I don't have it in front of me, but it's, it's going to be pretty close. said something to the effect of, uh, if he really thinks that philosophy is dead, he should stop writing books filled with it. <laughs> um, and so it's, you know, it's uh, just pointing out circular reasoning. Um, this Frank Turk, he calls it the roadrunner tactic, applying their argument to itself. Um, and, you know, a, a lot of times, you know, the, these arguments just aren't completely thought through, uh, which if you're new, that's expected. But uh, if, you know, if you've been around the block, if you, you've been debating this, um, a lot of these atheists have, you know, debated many Christians and they've actually been shown the error of their ways, yet they continue to say the same things over and over again despite being corrected. Um, and so that, that kind of thing, you know, it, it's, it's, it may be a stupid argument for them, but what's stupid for them may not exactly be stupid for the newcomer. So don't be afraid to ask a question. Um, if you're honestly approaching the question from a sincere point, uh, point of view, then, it, you know, it's, it's not going to be a stupid question. If it's a real question, a legitimate question, then we have no problem answering it. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Yeah, I mean, to be fair and to be transparent, when I first heard apologetics, I thought it was the the discipline or the art or the technique or whatever of apologizing. Yeah. You know, it's I mean, it's a common misconception. I, and I actually asked another guy that, and he thought it was the same thing. But when I heard what I, when somebody asked me, do you know what apologetics is? I said, yeah. And so what is it? I said, it's apologizing. And, you know, you know, they were they were graceful and like, no, that's not what it is. Um, and you know, to be even more transparent that I am, you know, I'm not, I, I, sometimes I get stumped by stupidity, you know, sometimes, you know, there could be like the dumbest thing in the world. And I'm not saying any of your questions would be, of course, but anything like I know an individual again, Andrew might chuckle who just very recently I found out in a conversation doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Uh, and I was dumped. Like I, not that I didn't know the evidence of dinosaurs or like what, but I was so thrown off by that statement and how, like Andrew said earlier, you, you should know better. I mean, that's something that everybody should know, but even these like, you know, bigger arguments or whatever is obviously more the, the, you know, Richard Dawkins or whatever, but like to say that you don't believe in dinosaurs, is, I mean, like I knew what to say, but I just couldn't get it out. You know, because that's something that I struggle with sometimes is if something so profoundly crazy or stupid to me, I, I have a hard time articulating words, words to get it out. So, you know, I'm not, you know, we're not perfect here and um, we're not trying to say that we are. Uh, we're not trying to say that we know everything because uh, we don't. Uh, nobody does. And that's... I'm pretty close. Well, Andrew's... None. <laughs> just wake up and brush your hair and you're good to go. Yeah. But, uh, you know, nobody's perfect. Nobody knows everything. And there will be some things we don't know. And that's something that you should never be afraid to ask questions. Uh, if we don't know, like Andrew said, we'll, 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 we'll research it. We'll give the answer to it. Or we'll give the answer in the form of, okay, you should look at this book, this passage, this video, this person who specializes in this. Uh, I mean, right now, both of us are staring at that book. The, what is it? The Christian Philosophical Phil Foundations for Christian Worldview by J.P. Moreland and William Lane Craig, who are two of the heaviest hitters in philosophy out there. I mean, Andrew's been doing philosophy for years. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met, and he's looking at this book like, oh boy, you know, if it's I a <laughs> if I looked at this book, I'd probably I'd be in a coma yeah. after and, chapter and, one. I mean, in the intro, he he mentions that it's 
kind of intended for use as a uh, textbook. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's made not, not to read through, you know, in one sitting, it's made to kind of pick apart, you know, find a chapter for something you're researching and, you know, read that chapter. But, um, I'm, I'm working my way through it, uh, in its entirety. Um, and you know, it's, it's good, good stuff. Uh, you know, if, if you're philosophically inclined, I would recommend it. Um, if you're not, I would recommend something, you know, a little easier to chew first, but, uh, yeah, so far it's a good book. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, that's just basically what we were trying to do. We we're just trying to, uh, introduce ourselves a little bit. Uh, like I said, we can, like, I think we both said we can get more into our backgrounds a little bit deeper, uh, maybe next time or whatever. Cause we don't want to make this podcast too long. This is already a lot longer than I thought it was going to be. Minutes. Yeah. 36 minutes. Yeah, I was thinking three minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the plan was just say hi, you know, test, test and go on our way. God, I hope this thing works. Otherwise yeah. we just wasted almost 40 minutes. The lines are going up and down, so hopefully that means <laughs> <laughs> that means they're changing. Look at that. Yeah. But yeah, so anyways, that's what it is. Uh, this is what we're doing. Uh, if you made it through this thirty-seven minute podcast without killing yourself, congratulations. You are of a strong will, and hopefully, you will enjoy this podcast once we start getting into it. Um, I guess we'll just put this up there, and we'll see what happens. If there's any kind of response or not. If there's no response or no questions in the meantime, uh, in the interim period, we'll probably just pick a video or something and just start going from there. But that's what this is: uh, Scar Ministries, uh, Sapient Christian Apologetic Resource Ministries. I'm Corey. He's Andrew. And peace out. Yeah. Signing off. I've always wanted to say that. All right. Signing off.